Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Phenomenal Disabilities with Tree Low. And here today, I have two guests in the show, a family team, and we're going to actually discuss about both of their navigating with disabilities. And I want both my guests to introduce themselves. And I'm going to go with my first guest here that hasn't been on the show yet. Can you go ahead and introduce yourself, my dear? Hi, uh, my name's Marilyn Sliney. And can you tell the world uh, uh, what do you do, uh, um, um, your career or your homemaker, what do you do? Sure. So I am a regional executive director for a mental health agency. We're the largest mental health agency in the state and fifth largest in the country. Um, company's called Pacific Clinics and I have been with that company for, oh my gosh, 22 years now. And um, I kind of, I oversee primarily programs and services that we have in Fresno, Tulare, Madera, Kings mostly, and some other agency levels, things that I do too. Thank you, thank you. And we have our other guest here, uh, guest, <coughs> introduce yourself here to, to our audience. Hello, I'm Jaya Jyoti Sliney. Um, also go by Jay, I use they, them pronouns. Um, I'm a non-binary artist and hopefully student um, for therapy services, mental health services. Wow, thank you, thank you so much. Um, I wanna, Marilyn, I wanna actually start into the questions with you and getting the world to get to know you and uh, your world. Um, you know, as far as you mentioned before, who you are, your career, um, you know, and, and now is Jaya the only child? Uh, are you? Well, actually, no. I have um, Jaya and their sibling, Erin, um, are my stepdaughters. Um, recently married their dad. Um, and then I have two sons from my previous marriage, and um, they are 20, oh my gosh, 24 and 32 years old this point and, I, and I'm a grandma I have a seven-year-old grandson congratulations congratulations thank you I'm going to start asking a lot of the the questions of good rooted questions here with you <laughs> um, the first one is uh what are the challenges that you experienced navigating with your disability uh through your childhood and adulthood years if any oh yeah there have been challenges um <laughs> <laughs> there have been challenges and um I guess, gosh, where would I start with the challenges? I guess one of the most significant challenges is helping others to be comfortable with my vision loss. Um, and I've been blind since birth, basically. Uh, when I was about, when I, when I was learning to crawl, my parents figured out that something was wrong when I was crawling into tables and walls and <laughs> other things. And, um, and I had some sight, but I've lost. So I, I was legally blind since birth. And so what I have experienced over the years, definitely as a child and very much so as a teenager, that was probably the hardest time was my teenage years. And um, helping other people to feel comfortable with my sight loss. And particularly, you know, when a teenager wanting to date um, at that point and boys in particular are or were at that time in my life were not comfortable with what was different and, and I was different and so that was a it was a very 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 difficult time in my my life right 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 um, it's kind of a little bit different than it is comparatively to, to now you know everyone's much more uh, fluid than uh, I don't care yeah <laughs> you know um you know, whereas like, uh, you know, you know, your, you know, young folks don't understand like how it was when we, you know, when I grew up, you know, uh, I'm like 51, so I, I, I get it, you know, Similar, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, things were <coughs> way much different, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and this go around when I was dating, um, and of course I met Jaya's dad, but I was dating and, and I was doing it was during pandemic and so I was doing online dating and that was always my biggest fear is um, if, if the people I was talking to were going to be comfortable 
with the fact that I couldn't see. And I was surprised that the, the discomfort didn't take place as frequently as I expected. But um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a different time. Did you ever find that um, while um, going through the um, your period of dating um, or say looking for that, that, that Mr. Right, um, did you find that there were individuals that would try to take advantage of your disability and, and when sh- what, whatever shape or form? I didn't necessarily find that people tried to take advantage of it. What I found is people were more afraid of it if, if they were afraid. But I did not find that people took, took advantage of it. And part of that could because I'm pretty cautious and pretty aware and um, set some good boundaries and don't allow things to go um, in a direction that I'm uncomfortable with if I feel like there's, uh, I have a sense that there's an effort to take advantage of, of my Right, idea. right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Um, it, you know, it's just interesting because the reason why I asked that is because uh, I, I see so many people and it's not just with the, the disability community that are out there trying to date and they're you know even with this day and time where things are so much scarier uh you don't really know who you know <laughs> that's with the personality because sometimes you know you can meet somebody from online and they're the yeah. sweetest thing and all of a sudden now of nowhere you're like where did that come from <laughs> That's yeah, more of um, the thing I've experienced more was the fear of not being good enough, not being, you know, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I, you know, I wanted to ask you, how, now, how did your children, uh, I know Jaya has been uh, navigating with the disability um, and her, and, and theirs as well. I'm sorry, Jaya. Um, I want to know how your other kids have been able to navigate with your disability? They've, they've, they, because they have lived with it all their lives. Um, or how? So they, they have done amazingly well. My, my oldest son, um, from the time he was four years old, was able to help do, be a sighted guide for me, um, and help to navigate. Um, my kids, my two boys, when I would, take them to activities or um, to church or wherever we were going. We often would ride the handy rider, the paratransit type bus system. So they were comfortable with being around persons with different abilities. And so they, they, um, they are so incredibly sensitive to and, and help support in whatever way they can. Mm-hmm. And it was actually interesting. My, my youngest son, who's, um, going to school in Indiana right now and just starting a class in his first classes in his doctorate program was um, the assignment that he was telling me about was um, him sharing his story my story and that uh, the things that I've been able to accomplish and 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 what it's helped him to know uh, about and to, to believe in and and so it's just um, I think I think my my challenges have helped my kids more than challenge them in the sense that I think they know that so many things are possible if you if you work at achieving what your goals or your dreams are. Um, I've always said to them that it's not if things can happen, if you can make things can happen. It's how, and that's how I've approached my life. Is is um, how to na- how to navigate the challenges and not letting them be barriers, They're just hurdles, They're speed bumps, not not barriers. And you agree, Jaya? Jaya, you, you agree as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Jay, can you uh, tell the world um, what were your techniques? Um, um, any if anything how you uh help your mom with anything if she needed um uh or you, you kind of just were you know able to just go you know what uh 
um, she has this or, you know, because sometimes some kids figure, you know, they're used to seeing their parents, you know, they have a disability. Okay, they got it. You know, some, some parents are like, no, 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 I got this. Or how did you work through it or the techniques that you use? Um, honestly, for me, I think the biggest thing is I was really anxious at first because I wanted to be helpful. <laughs> I wanted to be like extra helpful and all of these things. And I don't, I mean, I think yeah, that's common. Was, of, I think that's common of kids. They want to be helpful. And like, no, mommy, I, you know, I can do it. <laughs> yeah. And she doesn't she doesn't need a lot of help she's extremely capable and it kind of showed me a lot of like my own bias and perceptions of like I mean you know she's still she's still a grown woman um and she's navigated her whole life through it so she totally knows how to do all of the things that she needs to do and if she needs help she asks for it and most of the time like it's just very simple it's just like oh okay how do i learn how to be more of like a um yeah more like a a a guide (laughs) i think right right Um, like i still feel bad because sometimes i'll like not mention something and she'll bump into something but otherwise you know she i feel like she's guiding me through it (laughs) and not the other way around it's a lot of just like okay tell me what you're comfortable with tell me what's okay and she's very flexible and helpful right 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 and you know and segueing on that you know it's funny I uh um want to mention to you both I actually work for a low vision um uh theatrical uh production where all the actors uh were uh, in the theater were low vision and we had to set up the whole entire um a stage um, with little like pieces of wood and taped them on the floor. So they knew their markings and they count exactly where they were supposed to uh, stop at and move in you know, a position and it will guide them by themselves. And I just thought how, um, you know, how awesome and amazing just watching how anyone can like be able to just go, okay, boom, I can use my other senses. Uh, and, and just, it, it's just, for me, when I went through like a, a I would say a, a test, a process with my boss who's low vision, and she says, "Okay, Tree, I want you to close your eyes." And I remember going through the process of closing my eyes, and she's guiding us through the whole room. I remember feeling panicky because I've never been in that position. And she asked me, "How do you feel?" I was like, "I feel afraid. I feel uncomfortable," um, but I know that. I said, I know that you, 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 you all are used to this. And now I understand when you state to us who have vision to explain thoroughly, especially when you're like in, in a restaurant, whatever, how many steps are there to go up the stairs or if there's any stairs or this, that, 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 you know, now I completely understand because you forget, you know, you start to add the person who doesn't have low vision, you forget those little small little details. And Marilyn, do you find that sometimes people still do that? I do, but it's it's interesting when, when Jay was talking, I what I was thinking about was uh, people who are guiding me, occasionally they'll get distracted or, or, or we'll be in conversation and they'll forget to maybe say there's a step or I'll bump into something. And I, I always like to say that I see that as a compliment because that means the person I'm walking with is more focused on me and their relationship with me as a person and not my disability. So I don't, I, I, I actually, um, I, I actually feel that it's a compliment when, when something like that may happen. At the same time, I'm paying attention. And, and you know, Jay has said that Jay is not gonna know when I need help with or what I need help with and what instructions are helpful. So that's that's when it's my job to to help let them know where, where I, what I need and when I need it. And um, and, and so I, I think, you know, I, it that's where the trust is built is is the the person 
you know, Jaya, as say a guided person who's guiding me, doesn't necessarily have to know how to do it, but just be willing to listen to me and let me help um, them become comfortable with the process. And that's where the trust is is developed. You know, it's interesting, Jaya's dad and I were on a hike a while back that was pretty rough in my opinion <laughs> and um and I said to him as we were walking I said do you realize the level of trust I have in you and and I do trust him with uh 500 I trust him and 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 it, it is a demonstration of trust when I'm willing to walk with somebody and when I'm feeling comfortable that conveys such a level of trust because you know I'm, I'm depending on that person's um awareness and 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 sensitivity to help guide me through whatever situation at the same time and it's a fine balance not wanting to then it's less comfortable when the person is anxious and trying to overcompensate and that's that's again I, I guess I'm being a little repetitive but I, that's where it's my job is to help decrease their anxiety so that it's it's a comfortable process for them and a safe process for me um, I know I, I actually wanted to um, tell the audience I completely forgot that before I even opened up and I always do this is to describe myself I'm an African-American woman with a hair wrap uh, multicolored brown and uh, gold hair wrap and I'm wearing a gray t-shirt um, um, and Marilyn could you describe the world of what you are wearing and what you look like you know, honestly, when you were saying that, I couldn't tell you because I know I'm wearing a shirt, t-shirt. I have no idea what color it is. I just grabbed one out of the closet because I have a few that are the same. So I currently have uh, probably shoulder length brown straight hair because I we always want what we don't have and I made my curly hair straight. Um, and I'm wearing a t-shirt of some color and I have no idea what color it is. <laughs> It's a dark, I think a dark uh, black or bluish color, that's okay. I can see, yeah. Uh, Jaya, can you describe the world, um, uh, uh, what you, just so they can get an idea um, for our low vision uh, uh, this, uh, listeners, I'm sorry. Yeah, I am, um, I am a brown person with, um, I have feminine features, I have long black wavy hair I'm wearing a nice little orange floral sundress and I have some cute rose quartz pendulum earrings and a big smile on my face perfect 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 uh, yeah I'm gonna actually start into some more questions here um, and as you guys uh, just kind of get, get you guys a little bit other understanding I do have a speech impediment so if I kind of stammer a little bit as part of my speech so just so you're kind of aware um, I'm gonna get to some of these questions here uh, I have a question for you Marilyn um, uh, like the perceptions of good experiences can strengthen the person's character um, what experience led you to where you are today Good experiences or, or any experiences any, that led good or good or yeah good good yeah good or bad good or bad both yeah yeah it can also segue into uh, the good turn into a positive yeah okay so experiences that led me to where I am today I have one of the challenges um, that I hadn't mentioned earlier is as I said I was legally blind at first and over time my sight has decreased and with each decrease is an adjustment of how to navigate the world differently um, and remember one time in college when I was sitting down to do my homework and and I used to use really dark lined paper and a felt a pen to do my homework because I could still see that and one morning I got up to do my homework and the lines were gone on the paper and that's that is the most um concrete example i can recall but it's 
an experience I've had throughout my life is the decrease in my my sight um, and and that's been hard um, I think the challenges of you know, when buildings disappeared, when crosswalks disappeared, when when um, people disappeared, is, is the, in the sense of what I was able to see, is it was learning to navigate the world differently. And and um, I, when I lost much of my vision was when my children were young. So losing the ability to even have some sense of of experiencing what they look like. Um, was challenging and and I I would say at the same time because I was determined to not let those challenges prevent me from having what I saw as a, what I hoped for in my life and I, I always wanted to be a mom and um, when I had my children I wasn't because I knew that I could figure out how to do things and I was anxious as most people are being a new mom but not because of my disability or my, my lack of sight but just because of being a new mom and um, but I was the primary care provider for both of my children and you know and one thing I have been quite proud of is my ability to care for them physically, but also just um, my ability, my relationship with both my kids, um, my boys, and the relationship that I've been de developing with Jaya and their sibling. And I, I am, those, those were challenging times, but uh, rewarding times and and I, I, I guess um, again because I am up to a good challenge and um, have what I consider to be a fair amount of courage um, I was able to do Put myself out into the world after being in a very not good very hurtful um marriage previously i was had the courage to put myself out in the world and um to to take the risks necessary to live life and to find what it was that i wanted in life and and to turn that and and you know what I know is when I have the courage to take some risks, it doesn't always work out. Obviously, there are some lots of learning opportunities throughout life. But um, having the courage I had to get myself out of a very um, unhealthy, unsafe situation, the previous marriage, and to um, what I knew is I did not want to be alone for the rest of my life, and that I wanted to find that person I wanted to partner with in, in the rest of my life and so I I took the risks necessary and actually um, found that person and uh, and I often say and I've told my husband that you know if I had to go through what I went through to get to where I am in my life journey now so be it because I am happier than I've ever been, been and in a better place than I've ever been and that all comes from just being willing to um, take on challenges and take risks and and um, to know that, that if I continue to work or continue to strive for my dreams that, that I can I can make my life what I want and need it to be. What would you say for what advice could you give others who are still processing um, the phase of uh, what you went through and they're trying to get out of it and trying to do better, like trying to do uh, do just as 
uh, have just as good a life as what you what you have right now living off physically. You know, it's it's real hard because it took me a long time to get out of a very unhealthy, unsafe situation, and um, you know, it's it's not an, an easy step to take. But what I did is surrounded myself with people who were. I had a, a network of support. I had um, people that I could lean on and who were ready to be there and help support and encourage me when when the time came to, to remove myself from the situation. And um, what I also know is that it was not going to happen unless I had the courage to take the step to do that. And also, what I what I also what I did as well is um, is pursued some mental health for myself. Um, I didn't want to be the same me I was in the previous marriage when I found the person I wanted to spend the remainder of my life with, because it's a two-sided story, and I allowed and enabled things that I should not have allowed to take place and I needed to be a better me for whomever I was going to to be with and so be, because I was determined to do that I I wanted to work on being the best me I could be and I had a, an amazing therapist that helped walk me through some very difficult um, valleys and um, helped me to be in a much better place and feel better about me and what I bring to the world. That's right. That's right. You're very, 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 very important. You bring so much to the world. You, you brought three beautiful children in the world so it's just not just it's just you're you know you're you're holding space you're there you're there you only your space you know you are you know you're providing your service to the world as well and that's the most beneficial thing you know uh, you know honestly I mean I wish more people could do this and not be caught in that same loop you know, I'm seeing a lot of people who are still in that loop, you know, where they don't know how to get out. You know, and people like you and I and Jaya, so many others have finally figured out, aha, all right, let's keep moving. Let's keep stepping. Let's keep grinding. Let's keep moving forward. And it doesn't mean you don't get afraid. It doesn't mean, I mean, it doesn't mean I don't get afraid. It doesn't mean I don't feel insecure. It doesn't mean, I mean, because I definitely have those moments. Fortunately, I'm able to communicate with that, my husband, about those moments. But they they definitely still happen. And um, what I know at this point is that those are moments in time and that I need to be okay with talking about it. I, you know, I've been blind for all my life, practically. I still have moments where it is, you know, I have some sadness about it. Um, Why, and usually, is that? Why is that? Well, usually it's related to not being able to participate in something and feeling kind of left out. And that, that feeling left out and not a part of has been a theme in my life. And, um, so sometimes it 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 is uh, it's a very difficult place to be, um, and but what I what I have done at this point in my life is allow myself to be sad about it. I mean, there are oh my gosh, the 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 freedom, the dependency 
is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Being dependent on other people for, you know, I can't get in the car and go drive somewhere when I want to go drive somewhere. Look out world if we have if this ever self-driving cars ever actually comes to be it becomes re real <laughs> but that's that's a huge source of independence that I that I don't have and it's very hard to be dependent on others at the same time I know that to navigate the world I need to allow myself be dependent on others right to out for help so it's it's a hard line to walk sometimes right, right. we were out with some friends a while back and there was a card game being played and i couldn't participate in the activity with the others that were there and you know there are oftentimes things like that happen and i just push through and just find my way to be there and that moment, I didn't do well with it. And so when we came home, I was able to talk about my grief. and wasn't judged for my grief. Um, it was, yeah, it was, I was acknowledged and supported rather than feeling like I had to dismiss or discount my experience, which in that moment was hard. Um, now, like in instances like that, or other instances that you expect, uh, just like this, in order to avoid those same repeat situations happening again, do you kind of like uh, utilize other um, workarounds? Like, say, for example, like you're saying you're playing a card game, right? And you, and it, no one can tell you what it is. Now, are you do you read you use Braille, correct? Okay, mm -hmm. and, and now do you have like I was thinking like maybe like cards or something that have you know little Braille, you know, or something like you have like your own set of cards you bring to the game that hey, look, we're gonna use these, you know, um, um, or something that kind of like you know, you look like a workaround. I'm not sure if you ever you've done that sometimes, you know, or oh, yeah, there are, there are instances in which you can um do a workaround and 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 in those instances i do and and sometimes it just there's not a workaround in the moment and right or or, or have your friends try have your friends been forward thinking to go oh no wait i, I got it or ask you hey you what would be and will be, will be helpful at the party to this time you know and i can be able to accommodate you you know because a lot of people don't think about that at all you know uh for our the ada friends you know they're like oh you know, and they, they forget you know and my friends i have a circle of friends that i can just say something to right like hey can we modify this or if you know let's do this differently and I'm entering a new circle of friends right now and don't have that relationship with them so so yeah I mean there are my friends that I I am able to communicate that with um, and hopefully over time I will with with others and and so so yeah I, there are times when that works and there are times when I just need to accept my difference and I think sometimes I fight hard to not be different and so those moments sometimes catch me off guard right 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 right, right. I, I think that it's with with everyone you know we get caught off guard in some of those instances and moments and stuff not by what you experience exactly but you know just our own you know issues that we deal with and stuff you know i call it the, i i like i was saying jas said it's, i call it the excess baggage you know <laughs> we all have our own little versions of excess baggage that we deal with daily uh, um you know i i look at mine going okay all right it's another day of this again all right and if you just talk yourself through it um you know i look at tell jas you know what i said do my my uh Selective mutism, I deal with my stuttering, I deal with my anxiety, I deal with my depression. I, you know, I just push through it. I tell one, you know what? I tell one, how do you do it? I just push through it. I get my black butt up every day and I turn my music on and I dance and dance and dance and dance and dance. 
until I'm exhausted. Uh, and uh, people look at me like, okay, even my, in this funny eye, I dance in front of my, uh, I remember a few times I used to dance in front of my daughter at, at the mall. And she'd look at me and go, oh God, oh God, here she goes. <laughs> That's great. I always say humor and, and being silly just breaks the whole monotony of uh, we call the seriousness that what we all go through. You know, it, it is. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure you feel the same, you know, as well, right? Oh, absolutely. I use humor often to help others become comfortable with my lack of sight. Absolutely. And I like. I, I, I can't laugh at myself. You know. Then I have something to worry about. I, I need to be able to find humor. And yeah, but humor is a big part of what I, how I navigate life. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I, 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 I give you an example. I get a, I'll, I'm around a lot of young folks and, uh, uh, you know, uh, and I might be moving too slow. And I say, oh, excuse, excuse the little senior, senior, senior citizen here. Oh, and they start laughing. You know, it just lightens the room up, you know. Uh, you know or uh, even when I'm on the phone with tech support. And they say, okay, ma'am, well, um, okay, well. And they do the closing out dialogue. Um, is there anything else you need um, uh, 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 after this? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, $10 million in Brad Pitt. And it pause. And it starts to laugh. <laughs> like you're laughing because <laughs> I know I know I'm not gonna get the Brad Pitt part, but maybe nope. the same. But you nope. know what? <laughs> <laughs> I might get to meet him, but you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. But it's always good to put a smile and joy on people's faces because you know we go through so much crap every day. Yeah, I do. I said to my husband the other day, I said, "You make me laugh," and he said. Everybody makes you laugh. <laughs> okay. You have such a beautiful smile. I love your smile. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, talk to you a bit about, uh, uh, like, who is your biggest uh, influence towards your dreams in life? Who, who influenced you? My dad. your dad my dad my dad always um he was always oh my dad was my rock he was my foundation he was my biggest supporter and champion and um my dad always said to me he said you know in life you're going to have to have one thing more than everything everybody else you're competing against in, in jobs and other things and so um, he encouraged and supported and believed in me um, and yeah he he was he was the one I mean I, I love both my parents they were both amazing but my dad was the strongest um, figure in my my life and when I was going through hard times, I would go home and visit dad. And that was my, my safe place. Um, and he, he was, um, I, it was, that was a big loss when, when, when he passed. And he clearly always has been and still will be the main supporter and figure in, in my world. Well, Matt, uh, I was wondering, like, if there's, uh, are there any regrets and things you could have did differently dealing with challenges as a disabled mm. Yeah. Um, when I was a teenager, I talked about some of the struggles and the feelings of being alone. Um, not a part of and uh, mentioned that that was a very difficult time in my life and 
experienced, um, I definitely know what depression is. And I, um, when I was 19, I overdosed. And was fortunately um, able to be treated so that what I did, which was protect, potentially uh, fatal, was able to be modified and I'm alive today because of the medical care I got. So, and when I did that, um, I impacted not just myself, I impacted people who were, who were important to me. My, my dad and mom, who had already lost a child two years before that. Um, if I were to do it over again, I, I would have learned to reach out for help sooner. Um, yeah, I still have moments of sadness and I know what depression is, but I also know how to reach out for help and how to get help when I need it. So I, yeah, I would, I would not do that over again. I totally understand where you're, you're coming from on that. Yeah. Uh, I always say I, uh, it's not funny, correct word to say, but I always say funny. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I went to the same, you know, as you, you know, uh, one day you said, I'm done with the world. And, you know, <laughs> you know, okay, I hope I don't wake up. And you wake up going, crap, I'm woke. Are you serious? Are you are you really trying to give me this message, God? Are you serious? And you're, <laughs> for me, I have a, a joking, a, a, a snarky joking moment with myself. And I do that comical hour, but I mean, really are you serious okay I gotta do this all over again and I'm like yep obviously I don't have to do this all over again keep pushing um, you know and I look at so many people who are in that same situation who are still struggling with suicide depression and you know what it is a uh, It may seem like a tough journey to get out of, but it isn't. It's just, just get out of it. You know, just push, just force yourself out of it. You know, it's kind of like a addiction. Um, you know, I've had many years of addiction. You know, you know, and not the prettiest sight, not the prettiest thing going through it. And I see a lot of people in society that are going through it out in the world. You step outside, and they're, you know the street and encampments and you know doing drugs but my point is is it's uh how to get out of it staying strong and and, and, and uh, mastering that that call it the, that that beast that sometimes like to sneak his little re rear little he head in he's like uh-uh uh, like no you're not coming in today yeah <laughs> um, yeah and and because that i had that experience i've never gone to that place again i've been depressed or down but I've never gone to that place again because because I do reach out for help. I know when it's time to get some support and I don't, I will not, I have not and will not allow myself to go there again. And uh, I mean, Jay, you, you, you agree with the same thing? Uh, yeah. Um... I mean, in the previous interview, I did mention it, but there is, I think there is something to when you attempt to take your life and you wake up the next morning and you think about, God, I remember after I attempted suicide, I had like, I had a great day the next day. Um, I remember like feeling super well rested <laughs> and seeing my sister and I had a really good day and 
And isn't to say that the, you know, life isn't going to be hard and that you're not going to be back in that place. Um, and it wasn't the last time that I ever, you know, wished that I was dead or wanted to die. It wasn't. Um, things are hard, but it really is like, if you find the support, go get support, go get help, take care of yourself. And it's gonna suck, but it's really worth it. And there are times where it, it gets better. There's things that happen in your life that make it worth it. Like what, with what Marilyn has, you know, said about with her marriage, like if I could, if I had to do it over again to be where I am now, I would do it again. And I honestly think that that future exists for everyone. No, I, 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 now since both of you have disabilities, I mean, I, how, my, my question is, how did you both navigate amongst each other? You know, because in my family, we all have a lot. I mean, it's a bunch of us that have various disabilities, you know, schizophrenia, bipolar, uh, ADHD, panic, uh, anxiety. How did you both, or, you know, navigate amongst each other? It's interesting. I mean, I'm interested in what Jaya says, but for me, I'm used to being, uh, well, because I have a difference and I'm used to being around people with differences and, and accepting of differences, I... I have been comfortable and worked and work. My full priority is wanting to be responsive to Jay in a way that they feel loved and cared about, and whatever that may be, it, it may be related to disability, maybe related to whatever else is happening in life. But I, I haven't felt any discomfort at all and I just want to keep the communication open so that there is that that Jaya's experience is that it's a welcoming safe loving relationship Jaya thank you I I do feel that from you too I feel really supported and honestly like yeah, I, like I've mentioned to my partner too that I feel even if it's like interesting to like navigate the new relationship and honestly a lot of new feelings because the relationship that I had with my mother and my disability as well and how that is interacted with I haven't felt like the same level of a support that I feel from Marilyn for sure um, and it's been really really fulfilling and and yeah it's a it's a new type of it's a new type of love um and then to answer your question on on my end um i find that a a lot of a lot of patience and a lot of communication not just honestly not not even with Marilyn for patience i think probably more patience for myself and then you know my sister my mother's disabilities a lot of patience a lot of a lot of listening it communicate your needs with people and create a space where they feel comfortable communicating their needs because it has to be two ways because frankly you have to understand like somebody else's reality is not your reality even if you have similar disabilities um like with my partner and his ptsd it manifests in a lot of different ways he has a lot of different triggers he has like oppositional defiance disorder which makes our relationship and like um navigating like negotiation of chores and housework that's very <laughs> it's 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 difficult because he needs to be told what to do and i don't always know how he needs to be told what to do and understanding hey this comes from this comes from my disability and my trauma this is a trigger for me listening and saying okay I understand this makes you upset I understand like 
you know, I understand that this isn't going to put you in a good mood and being able to forgive yourself for all of the stumbling around. Um, I think there's a lot of mistakes, especially for me as a young person. I make a, I've made a lot of mistakes with my sister, make a lot of mistakes with my partner and just wanting to grow and wanting to listen and say like this was not a good experience for either of us how can how can I improve what do I need to communicate as far as my needs and what do I need to listen to for yours I look at it uh, and not everyone sees what you guys go through in a much more happier, a healthier uh, fashion or look at it in a very um, uh, optimistic, uh, you know, level of, of seeing it in you know, perspective. You know, I, I, could, I can give you instances like, you know, I have friends that, uh, you know, as well as in my own family, same as you know, where we still are still trying to learn how to process and navigate amongst each other with our, our own various disabilities. Um, um, and it's not that is is we can't, it's just we don't know how. And we're just trying to, you know, do the best we can with what we have. Yeah. You know, and you know, it's 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 you know, it's not it's not a it's not perfect, but you do the best you can. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like you know, like I said, it's just it's just one of those things you just, you just uh, keep moving through and <laughs> do the best whatever you can with the the family you have and you love them and uh, uh, you know with all of the functions and 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 everything else all rolled in one, you know uh, that's all this family's about. You know, um, you know, I'm gonna uh, segue to some questions here, you Marilyn. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, um, what are your reflections from current life and uh, looking back from childhood and that you want to share with the world to follow? My current life is pretty amazing, so... Yeah. Um, <laughs> childhood and, and or and or now yeah so I think I am in my life where I am now because of the parenting that my my dad and my mom did when I was a child I I am in a relationship with a incredibly exceptional man um, and who loves me I know as much as I love him and I have two incredible sons I have two daughters that I'm developing relationships with and very excited about that I have a career that um, when I reflect on it I have overcome many 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 challenges and hurdles I have a circle of friends that are just phenomenal um, people you know friends serve different purposes in life and and I just have a circle of friends that I can reach out to for any kind of support I need or just um, to spend time with, to be with. And uh, I, I, have, I have all the things that I have in life now because my parents didn't allow me to become crippled by my, my difference. They had expectations of me and believed in me. Um, they loved me 
um, they helped me to not was um, to become paralyzed by challenges, but to you know, yeah, be willing to acknowledge them and pause for a moment, maybe. But that 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 those challenges were able to be conquered in many ways or worked through or worked around um, and that I remember at one point my dad said to me he said what's your um, what's your New Year's resolution for this year and I had been gone through many changes in life the previous year and so I said I want things just to be stagnant no change and he said good luck with that and <laughs> and of course it's right like life is constant change Mm-hmm. And um, my upbringing gave me the skills, the abilities, the um, the foundation to be able to to navigate those changes and challenges in a way that was going to be congruent with what my dreams, my vision, my my aspirations for for my life journey were you know we don't always have control over what happens in life but we have control over what how we respond to what happens in life and um, I developed that capacity from the upbringing that I had and has been instrumental in helping me to who I am and where I am now. I wanted to ask you um, because your mom and you uh, have children uh, and have disabilities as well. But, um, what advice could you give new parents? learning this process of being a parent with navigating with uh, with their children's disability and or they're they're navigating theirs as well um, what advice would you tell them uh, about being uh, slow being slow to, uh, to the uh, uh, anger and be more patient uh, what what can you give them their your own words I guess if I were to say what to me was and is how I approach parenting, whether it's for a child with a, a I think all, all our children have differences, first of all, I, you know, I think some are more visible than others. Um, and each one of my children, and I count Jaya and Aaron as those children, are, are very different people. And I approach my relationship with each of them a little bit different in, as it relates to who, who they are. And have been taught definitely over the years by my two sons that it's not my vision of what their life is going to be um, or who they are that is important. It's their vision of what their life is going to be and who they are. And I I my expectation and hope is for each and every one of them to have a life that is fulfilling and, and satisfying and happy to them, whatever that looks like, whatever success looks like for each of them. And I, I think that's how I've approached my parenting all the years and, and not necessarily allowed my expectations of who they are or how they're going to approach situations. I am a worrier. 
there's I I no <laughs> I will underscore that as a parent I am a worrier I worry all the time about each of them and whatever challenges that they're working on addressing um, but and I worry as it relates to aspects of making sure I'm the best wife I can be in the marriage I'm in but those worries to me are worries that I don't necessarily want to let go of because each of those people are important to me and I want to be the best mom, wife, the mom, whatever the rule is, I can be to, to each of them. And, and so I, I think, you know, worry is not necessarily a bad thing. It can, we don't want it to be debil- debilitating, right? And, but it's, it's an awareness and it's, um, it's an, one that I don't want to let go of. To, uh, related to the people who are important to me. What, um, what are the contributions you are proud of that you are excited to share? My contributions that I'm proud of? Yeah. <coughs> uh, uh, what have you been part of that you well, I'm the mom of a 24-year-old son who's starting his PhD in, in music. I'm pretty darn proud of that. I think I've been, I mean, he's responsible for his accomplishments, but I will, I will take some credit for helping him get to get where he is, but he's, he's, he's made it happen. I'm proud of my 32-year-old son who's a respiratory therapist and, 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 a, and a husband and a dad and on watching him parent his son is something that I'm incredibly proud of what I contributed to his his role as, as a as a husband and a father. I'm I'm incredibly proud of um, the the risks and courage it took to get me to the place of reaching out and meeting Jaya's dad and who is by far the best thing that has happened in my life ever. Um, I'm, I'm pretty proud of what I did to, to contribute to that happening. And um, I'm, I'm proud of, uh, I'm, I'm proud of the fact that, that Jaya and Aaron have been open to and uh, welcoming of me because um, it is hugely important to me. Um, I'm proud of some other kind of, I'm proud of the career I have. Uh, I run a, I have a program that has a very large budget and impacts many lives and um, supervise there are you know, a number, a large number of employees in the, the area that I have responsibility for, and I'm a licensed marriage family therapist. Um, so I'm proud of the my college accomplishments, my becoming a licensed therapist. I'm um, proud of the work that I've done as a therapist, and and where I am in in my my career at this point. I'm proud of fact that I um, have completed a couple of marathons. Um, wow, <laughs> really? I yeah, <laughs> yeah, and half marathons and um, congratulations. And proud of myself for being willing to take on challenges to do things that are, um, you know, a little scary. So I, I think I've, there's a lot in my life that I am incredibly happy about and proud of and, and feel good about um, the, the, those accomplishments. Wow. Wow. I'm really impressed. A marathon, oh my gosh. I mean, you know, I, 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 I honestly have to say it's just, uh, 
uh, I only uh, did a, a few of them, but I, I, they're like the like the with the five k, and I, I did like the speed walk, and my body was like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just impressed by so many people who can just run through it. You know, I just, I, I'm like, no, my knees were saying, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I did not run. I, 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 I walked fast. Oh, you walked fast. You walked but fast. I did not run, but 26.2 yeah. miles in whatever way you accomplish that is. That's still good. That's, that's still <laughs> amazing. I mean, and that's, that's better than what I did, but I, I just say, you know, you know what? I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to rephrase it. It doesn't matter how many miles you've, you've uh, you know, made it to the finish line as long as you did it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> And on that note, I want to say thank you so, so much for being on the show. I really, really appreciate both you and Jaya for being on the show because uh, it really has opened up a very uh, fresh perspective, not only on both of your your personalities and disabilities, um, but your career professions and how you navigate through your life and your strength and your your motivation and and your determination to to keep going and that is the message of the show that i continue on to deliver to the world to keep going never give up